You're listening to Talk with Renee Dallow, episode 183. Talk about making time for marketing with Taylor Kusick Holman. A marketing consultant and small business builder, Taylor is the founder of NG, an exciting new startup that just launched on May 8th. Though you might recognize her from one of her other companies, Tailored Media and Designs and Sourcedco. In her newest endeavor, Taylor is taking everything she has learned over nearly a decade of helping small businesses with marketing to design and build a suite of online marketing tools that fit your lifestyle and make sense for you. Because while you didn't sign up to be chief marketing officer of your business at NG, we believe becoming one doesn't have to be so daunting. And their goal is to empower you with the tools and solutions you need to make more informed decisions, use your resources more effectively, get creative with how you connect with customers, and ultimately grow and profit. Taylor is here with me today to talk all about how do we make time for marketing? How do we create a habit for marketing? And how can NG help with all of these things? You guys, NG is such a cool new tool. I cannot wait for you to check it out. Go grab your coffee, grab your tea, and sit down and have a chat with Taylor and me. Welcome to Talk with Renee Dallow, biz chat for wedding pros and creatives. Tune in every week for no BS real talk from industry experts that want to help you thrive in your business and your life. Here's your host, event planner, educator, and sushi addict, Renee Dallow. Grab a glass and get ready to talk it out. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Talk with Renee Dallow. It is me, your host, Renee Dallow. And this week I'm joined by one of my favorite people, Miss Taylor Cusick Hallman. Taylor, how the hell are you? I'm doing pretty, pretty good. <laughs> uh, you know, it's good. pretty good. Um, if the, the equivalent of a nervous laugh didn't come out in heaven, <laughs> I don't know how to communicate that. Um, but no, I am, I am doing very well despite spending uh, too many hours in my home office staring at my computer. Yes, you were in a pre-launch phase, which I know well. Uh, are you hydrating? Are you seeing the sun? Tell me. <laughs> Uh, hydrating is always questionable with me. I am perpetually dehydrated as a human. So, you know, that's, the, we just got to throw that one out the window. Love it. This, the sun, um, San Diego is choosing to not be sunny currently. Mm. So I would have to probably get in my car and drive somewhere. To sure. find that. It's so, not your fault. It's, it's uh, not my it's fault. The, it's the universe. So you're Correct. doing the best you can. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Well, I'm getting natural light, just not sun. Listen, whatever it takes, as long as it's just not blue light, 100% blue light, I think you're doing I think you're doing great. Yes. <laughs> well, you are here today to talk about marketing, specifically making time for marketing, which you know, you know I'm all about healthy habits, building new habits, and I'm so excited for this conversation because I think I know, I don't think, I know. So many business owners, especially solopreneurs, especially in wedding and creative industries, like, you know, we signed on to do the job, but we didn't necessarily sign on to be like a marketing executive in our business. Totally. <laughs> and like suddenly we we suddenly all sort of have to know how to do that. And so I'm excited about about our talk because I know you have a lot of tips and tricks for all of this, but like, how did you get comfortable in that like you know chief marketing officer strategy side uh role you know the first thing 
I will take a half step back and say, like, it is like the greatest bait and switch of all time. Right? Like, <laughs> you, you get super excited to start a business and you're like, cool, I'm just going to do this thing that I'm really passionate about. And then all of a sudden you're you're like fake news. You get to do that the least amount of time. And oh, it's the true. rest of you. Yes. So uh, that's just it. It will never cease to amaze me that that's the actual entrepreneurial experience. But, you know, when it comes to having stepped into my role as a a strategist, you know, that I think the most important thing to to remind people is that it takes time. Like it's not going to happen overnight where all of a sudden you make all these great decisions and you feel super confident in your decisions and that you know how to look at them on the back end of things and decide whether or not it, it was worth your time, money and effort. So that's kind of the foundation of of all of this stuff is that you're going to have to make an investment of your time in order to get to a spot where marketing becomes as easy as possible yeah. for you. And, you know, the other part of that is just really owning the responsibility, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. hi. Yeah, well, that's the part I was going to ask, like, how do you get to the place where you like it? I mean, I to be fair, I, I, I like marketing, you know, anyone I think who listens to the show or who interacts with me in life like i actually nerd out on the marketing side of things but that wasn't me day one right like that's me in year 12 being like ah i see the behind the scenes and the wheels turning but like year one i was just terrified yeah and you know most people don't start out good at it <laughs> and and the way that i think uh, a lot of people can be more excited about it as time goes on is that they've done it over and over again. It's become less of a like, oh God, I gotta fucking do this again today. So, you know, that's just one of the things that you have to own the responsibility and realize that it's not gonna go away. I mean, most entrepreneurial things aren't gonna go away, <laughs> but this one in particular. So, okay, let's just like down to basics before we even really dive in. Like when you talk about marketing, what does marketing mean to you in this conversation and in your, and in your business? Yeah, you know, it's not as complicated as I think a lot of people make it out to be. Marketing is just really going through the exercise of putting your business, your product, your services, yourself, and your messages out in front of people. And that can happen in one of a hundred million bazillion ways, which is one of the reasons why marketing is super stressful for people. But that's all it is, is it's putting something that's tied to your business out there. Like I said, whether it's yourself, your brand, your product or service or a particular message. Yeah. For the part of marketing that I really like is taking something that you're offering and figuring out what the message should be around it to sell it most easily, right? Like I enjoy the piece where you have to sort of think like the person you're trying to sell to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know that's, you know, so much of marketing is founded in psychology and, you know, I went to college, I went to college period, and I also went to college <laughs> <laughs> and got a degree in psychology and then my master's is in sociology. So, uh, you know, even though those are quote unquote soft sciences, they very much are super tied into the hard practice of marketing because in order to do marketing in a way that resonates with people you have to understand what makes them tick and what you know what makes groups of people do particular things or move in a particular way 
And so that to me is a really interesting part of marketing that a lot of people don't really explicitly talk about. Yeah, you know, and studies have shown that like people don't buy with their logical brain. They buy with their heart. They buy with their gut and their feelings. So if you're marketing and you're not speaking to people's like wants, desires, fears, emotions, then you're not really going to ever convert people the right way because you're going to get people who are buying really analytically. And that isn't really how how we want them to, you know, buy into anything. No, because there's always a, a logical reason to not do something. Right, <laughs> right, right. right. Uh, so we want to give people the least amount of opportunity to let that kind of logical brain step in uh, because, you know, there's actually this great kind of, I don't know if it's an official saying in marketing, but it's something that definitely comes up on a regular basis is you don't want to ask people questions that you don't really want to know the answers to. Right. And so that's very much in line with what we're talking about that, you know, if if you want people to buy because they're emotionally driven to something, don't put like a bunch of numbers and case studies in front of them, right? Like that's the wrong approach to getting them closer to giving you their money. You want to do the opposite. You want to do like the touchy feely sort of like, oh, this is why this is great. This is how it helps somebody else. And you know, this is what you can be in the future if you buy my things. Um, so it's just, again, it's like, we could nerd out in so many ways about marketing, <laughs> but, uh, that's, that's one of my favorite things is to realize what makes people tick, what's going to get them closer to your desired outcome without, of course, being manipulative. Assholes. Well, of course. Yeah, no, of course. <laughs> of course. We're not talking about like sneaky, salesy, spammy things. We're talking about legitimate, like, hey, I have this thing that's really great. I hope you'd like it too. And here's the reasons I think you'd like it because they relate to something that is a pain point for you. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think like marketing strategy like so many other things in entrepreneurial journey, I think a lot of people shy away from that. Like, well, I don't really have a strategy. I don't really know what I should be doing. Um, what do you think? Like, do people need a strategy in order to be successful marketers? I'm going to be, this, this is like such a biased thing <laughs> as a marketing consultant who has specialized in marketing strategy for almost a decade. But yes, everyone needs to have a marketing strategy. And it doesn't, when I talk about marketing strategy, it's not this like, it doesn't have to be this big, complicated, you know, 20 page PDF. Really, a marketing strategy is something that defines where you're trying to take things and how you're going to try to get there. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So like it, that's the most plain English way I can break it down because there is so much stress and emotion and overwhelm and all these weird things that are tied to the phrase marketing strategy that make people just like sweep it under the rug or put it in the box in the garage that's never going to get opened again. And that's kind of the worst thing you can do for yourself when you're trying to get to this place where marketing sucks less than it currently does. Yeah. Because if you don't know what your, your end goal is, you're basically like, trying to herd cats <laughs> and your marketing yes. is like scattering in a bunch of different directions and you're trying to chase them all at the same time but that's not physically possible and that's why marketing sucks yeah. so when you have a strategy you can just keep your eyes on the prize and work in one direction with the least amount of friction as possible i agree and i i also see that like in the in some of my coaching clients and just over the years you know entrepreneurs that i've interacted with or some people have come to me for advice if there if there is no marketing strategy present those are typically the entrepreneurs that I see struggling to create content. They are struggling to write a blog post. They are struggling to write an Instagram caption, for God's sake, because they don't know what the message is. They don't know how they're supposed to be talking to those people they're trying to attract. 
And it doesn't have to be, you know, this, like you said, this like 20 page, like literally for Moxie Bright Events, my wedding planning company, the marketing strategy is that we plan effortlessly elegant events, chic events that are premium and luxury. So I'm never going to comment on something or write an Instagram caption or submit myself to a budget anything. I'm never going to say the cost of these napkins was $2.50. Book us now. That's yeah. not, that's not, that's not it. I'm never going to say no. it. No, and I hope no one's ever saying that. No, but <laughs> listen, listen, we know that people yeah, are, yeah, right? Yeah. That, you know, specials this, this month, wedding management, 20% off, as if mm -hmm. that's what's going to get someone to book. It's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other thing that's important to really know about a marketing strategy is it's not, it's much less about putting things on your plate and it's much more about taking things off your plate. Oh, amen. Right? Like, yeah coming in with whatever sharp object you choose, machete, a scalpel, anything in between, <laughs> uh, coming in with a sharp object and cutting things out, right? Because when, when we talk about a strategy, a strategy is something that is narrow, right? It's not this super broad existential thing. It's like, this is the lane I'm going to live in and yes. anything outside that lane, I'm going to cut out. So, you know, that's the other kind of core tenet that I want people to really start taking to heart when it comes to what am I going to do to market my business? Well, guess what? I hope everyone should be super fucking excited when I say this. You don't have to do everything. And that's, yep. I'm not the first person to say that, nor will I be the last, but I'm going to be a part of that kind of consistent beating drum that's trying to remind you and get you to truly accept the fact that creating a a really effective marketing strategy for your business is not about putting more on your plate. It's about taking stuff off. 100, I mean, amen, 100%, could not agree more. And I think that's the thing that gets people all sort of spun out when we talk about marketing. It's like, well, I don't have time to do TikTok. And it's like, no one's telling you to do TikTok, but whatever you do, make sure you're doing it where, you're, where your clients are. And if you don't know where your clients are, like keep reversing the question until you get to the core of it, right? No one's wanting to, make a whole career out of creating content like that's never the point but it, it there does have to be some consistency to it doesn't there yeah there totally has to be consistency and you know i think the the misunderstanding that people have when they hear the the phrase like you need to be consistent with your marketing is people jump straight to i need to do this every day and right. that's what consistency is and you know even if we're talking about building marketing as a habit which is something that I, I, I really want people to start thinking about it as, you know, not all of your habits are daily habits. Sometimes you have weekly habits, sometimes you have monthly habits, but consistency is important as long as you're maintaining the pace. It's not so much about having this, I'm doing this everyday pace. Right. So daily might not be suitable for everyone, but is there some sort of um, consistency that you think works best for people? Totally. I mean, you know, to get very specific about things, there are some marketing channel like this. My answer is very much tied to what marketing channel are we talking about? And so if we're talking about everyone's, you know, the one that takes up all the oxygen in the room, which is social media, <laughs> uh, social media is definitely closer to a daily habit than anything else, because, you know, that is a content monster that wants to get fed all yeah. the time. Yeah. But if we're talking about a marketing channel like email marketing, 
which, you know, I know for, for planners and florists, you know, isn't a marketing channel that's widely utilized, but for anyone who owns a wedding business that's dependent on volume, like, you know, catering, rentals, venues, that kind of thing, email marketing is definitely a viable channel for them. You know, the, the consistent pace for something like that gets closer to a, a weekly sort of cadence. And then if we're talking about some of the more niche marketing channels, like, you know, having a podcast, not everyone is going to have the capacity to produce content on a weekly basis. So some people lean into, I'm going to do this once, once a month. And that's the consistent pace that's effective for me for this channel. So, yeah. so when we're, when we're talking about how often you need to be doing something, it's different for everything and it's dependent on what that thing is. I agree. I mean, as you know, because you're on the show, but also you know me, I've had this show for almost three years now, almost, and we've been weekly, but we don't record it weekly. We, we, you know, we batch everything. Um, Mm -hmm. My consistency in social media, it kind of like waxes and wanes. Sometimes I'm like super consistent. Other times I'm like, I can't look at my face anymore right now. I'm going to take a face break. You know, I never announce it, but I just like sort of don't for a couple of days or weeks. (laughs) And then I come back when I feel rejuvenated. Is that my favorite thing about me? No, I wish I could be more consistent. But but I can definitely see in my social media channels when I'm consistent how much of a benefit that is for my business. And when I'm not, I can see those numbers fall. So I have had the learned experience and the lived experience of, you know, seeing my my weekly habit come to fruition and, in, 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 you know, result in sales. But I've also seen my lack of consistency on social result in not as much reach, not as much growth, you know. And so um, I'm kind of grateful for the kind of self-experiment I've done, but I'm definitely also always looking for more consistency. I think we all are, don't you think? Totally. I mean, we all we all want to show up as the best versions of ourselves, yeah. <laughs> as like the person who could do all the things all the time and it's never fucking stressful at all. Right. <laughs> uh, right? Like that's who we all want to be. And but it's just it's not possible and it's yeah. okay to wax and wane. And I think one of the things that you know, when we're when we're talking about consistency and habits and, you know, doing something on a on a regular cadence as humans, we want some sort of positive reinforcement that what we're doing is good for us for whatever reason. And the way that you can do that in marketing, which you already started talking about, is how you can see that your metrics are impacted. Yeah. And so this is something that most people don't do. I've I have met like a handful of people who are actually on top of their shit when it comes to marketing metrics. And I've met a lot of wedding pros. So like the fact that only five of all of you are doing this says a lot. Oh, that's funny. Uh, I nerd out on the data all the time. Yes, but I most, look at it all the time. Most people but it's it's there's looking at the data, but then there's also tracking what you consider to be your your KPIs or key performance indicators for your business. And so, you know, KPIs can be something like how many Instagram followers do I have? How many page views on my website am I getting? How many inquiries every month am I getting? You know, those kinds of KPIs. And so when you have defined a set of numbers that you want to track for your business, and then you get into this marketing habit, and you're also tracking the numbers on a 
on a monthly basis, you can see the fruits of your labor because most people are out there just marketing their business and only knowing, I'm figure quoting here, whether or not something's working because they feel like it's working. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's not enough. And so in order to feel, again, feel like you're getting that, that positive reinforcement of doing the habit of marketing, tracking your marketing metrics on a monthly basis is the thing you can do to be like, oh shit, yeah, this is working. Yes. Yeah, because I think a lot of us have like anecdotal sort of quote unquote data where we're like, well, I posted a lot on Instagram this month. So and I got a lot of inquiries. So you're like, those things must relate. And it's like, I mean, it might, but how do we know if we're not tracking it? So do you have a habit, like a monthly habit of tracking? How do you track? Yeah, I on the first day of a new month, I go and I look at the 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 last 30, 31 days of the trailing month. And I have a list of KPIs that I go in and I find all the numbers for. So for me, um, there's definitely some social media metrics in there. There's quite a few website metrics. There's, uh, and there's sales metrics as well. For me personally, as a marketing consultant, those are the ones that I'm tracking. But there's, you know, if you're doing advertising and email marketing and PR, like, you know, a, a good one for a lot of wedding pros that I don't think anyone tracks is, hey, how many submissions am I doing every quarter and how many of those submissions are actually getting accepted? Right. You know, like just knowing that ratio of pitches to features is something that's that can provide a lot of insight to, to you. So I do it on the first day of the new month for the, the trailing month and I come hell or high water, <laughs> I'm getting it done, right? Like on the, that is what you will find me doing on the first of any month. So it's like scheduled in your calendar. It's like your sacred time to do this work. Yep. And honestly, it takes like 15 minutes yeah. because I've done it so many times now that I know exactly where I need to go to get the numbers and it just, they get documented. So, you know, it might take for someone who's starting to build this habit, it might take you 30 minutes to, you know, build that muscle memory of where am I going to go to get all of these numbers. But over time, it becomes super fast. And then you have all this great reinforcement that you're doing a good job. And you also have all this great information to make smart decisions in the future off of. So Taylor, I know you run multiple businesses. You're the owner and op, an op of multiple businesses. Do you do this for every business? I do. Interesting. How do you I do. find the time to do all those things? It's it is scheduled in my calendar and I just I know that I I need about, you know, if we're talking about KPIs, I know I need about 20 minutes per brand to get it done. So, right now I'm currently doing it for two businesses, but as of <laughs> a few weeks from now, from this recording, I'll be adding a third to my list. So, it'll probably take me about an hour once a month yeah. to do this KPI stuff. What other like habits have you built around marketing? The big one, again, back to the the thing that takes up all the oxygen is social media and scheduling content to go out for the following week is like the biggest favor that I do for myself on a weekly basis. So okay, like, tell me, when do you do it and how long does it take? Because I have I do it on Sundays and when I do it, I do it on Sundays. So I'm dying to know how long it takes you. Yep. So I do it on Fridays and I, it's funny, one of my clients 
she messaged me and she's like, can you switch that to Mondays so that you and I could like do a virtual co-working session, like, you know, do it together. I was like, um, that's cute, but no, because Fridays are the day that everyone leaves me alone because all of my, you know, clients are, are wedding pros. So yes. like, you know, Fridays, all y'all are on site and you're yep. not emailing me. We're running rehearsals on Friday, friend. Exactly. Whereas for her, she's a wedding planner, you know, she, her Monday is her kind of like sacred day off. So that just kind of made me laugh quite a bit when she suggested it. But yeah, so I do it on Fridays and I do the scheduling for four brands because I'm also a part of this great small business group here in San Diego and I schedule all of their social media and I know that I need about 30 to 45 minutes per brand. So, you know, to, to be, to give myself some breathing room while I'm doing it, I just block out half of my day mm -hmm. on Fridays. And that's the time that I have to get one week's worth of social media scheduled for four different brands. That's amazing. I have two brands. Well, technically three with Conference Confident. Um, and it takes me about two hours. Yeah. But I will say I, I like doing it on a Sunday because I think because I'm relaxed and I'm not doing anything else, I can get to more creative captions and stuff. If I do it when I'm rushed, it's like, here's a flower. It's pretty. You know what I mean? Like I'm not it's not yep. they're not going to be the best captions in the world. Um, And then the other thing that I do, which maybe we should talk about this as well, is that um, <laughs> when I have an event to go to, like a networking event, and I know I'm like going to dry bar, doing hair and makeup, I will literally just schedule no like block off my my calendar around that that time and then just make reels oh because yeah, most of my reels great. are just me talking <laughs> to the camera and everyone's yep. always like you get dressed up for your reels and i'm like uh, i was dressed up once last week and i recorded seven reels <laughs> yes yes <laughs> all at once which is so funny you bring that up because i just got my hair done my my hair done this afternoon so um i'm gonna put on the tiniest bit of makeup and do exactly that after yeah you just need like one good this. blowout and like six shirts uh -huh. and you're good to go and yep, what's and funny no. is my assistant said to me, I can tell you just go to different parts of the house. And I was like, yeah, I just yeah. walk into a different room. And she's like, yep. that's so funny, like knowing your house. I'm like, I mean, what am I supposed to do? I'm not going to rent a studio to make reels. It is what it is. No. This is the house. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, that's my also my exact strategy. So <laughs> everyone else should also adopt that, right? Like, you know, it's it's about batching, right? You're just being super smart with your time. And if you're in that mode, then make the most of it and don't force yourself to be task switching yeah. um, super often because that's terrible for productivity. Yeah. How long did it take you to get into this Friday habit? Ooh, you know, um, that took quite, it took longer than I'd like to admit. No, no, no. The reason I ask is because Taylor, you know, I have, so I have a whole membership called Better with Renee Dallow and the cornerstone content of that membership is based on our habits, right? Yeah. And when I was doing a bunch of research, putting together this membership, one of the things that I was blown away, blown away to realize is that new, new studies, post-pandemic studies, our brain now takes 66 days or occurrences to record a habit. 66 oh, it used to be 21. oh my god <laughs> so don't don't know like release yourself from that it took too yeah. long that's why i was asking how many months did it take for that to feel like a ritual and not just something you had to remind yourself to do yeah yeah I, that makes me feel so much better so thank you for that you're because... welcome i'm here to please yes <laughs> <laughs> that's why we all love you so much because you know typically i'm people who know me very well and have have 
either worked with me or have watched me work, um, this is not to toot my own horn. I am an overproducer. Uh, I can do way more things in a, any given amount of time than most people can. Yeah, I feel like I'm and that so, way too. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's maybe it's the no kids, no pets thing. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, just gonna throw that one out there. The childless one is saying that she could do more work than one human. Um, you know, sorry, uh, sorry, not sorry, but um, so you know, because I work quickly in general, I you know, it was it was kind of frustrating how long I felt like it was taking to get into a groove with certain things, and actually starting January of this year, I went and turned my whole routine that I literally had been in for like four years. I went and turned it on its head because starting, you know, at the beginning of 2023, I was like, okay, we're launching NG, which is my startup. And I need to, that's my focus. That's what I'm going to work on most of the time. And so I had to untrain myself with some habits and retrain my you know myself on a new ones um because i had just totally like thrown a thrown a grenade at my my calendar um and it, it was a little frustrating when it took so long for yeah. me to feel like okay it's fine finally the dust is settled oh my god yeah it's a bit of a wrestling match with yourself i mean i that's how it felt for me because i sort of did the same thing um, and, and not because I was, well, yes, because we launched the membership, but also just because in January, uh, my husband and I came back from Europe where we were visiting family for a long time. We were gone for like almost three weeks and I came home and I was like, okay, fresh start. What's it going to be? And I actually took my entire calendar and I used to, I used to always intend to do certain work on certain days, you know, but I really found when I looked at it hard that the work I was doing, like I used to record the podcast only on Wednesdays. And it was always really tricky for me because clients would want things on Wednesdays or something would be due on a Wednesday. You know what I mean? Wednesday was not a good day for me to sit here and record, but I was sort of being really bullish about it, right? I was like, well, Wednesday is the podcast day. And I was like, but why? Why can't it be Monday? Monday, which I like as my slow day anyway, why don't I do the thing I enjoy the most, which is talking <laughs> on Monday, <laughs> right? Like, and then, and that's what we've been doing all year. And you know what? It's much better, but it wouldn't have been if I hadn't, like you, kind of burned it down and said, okay, what, what, what do I really need? Yeah. And, you know, it's hard. It's hard to burn your own shit down. It is. Um, you know, it, which is interesting because I don't think either of us are the type of people who would go like, well, let's, you know, we do it that way because we've always done it that way. No. You know, like that's not who we are as people. But again, I think that it speaks to the power of having built a habit. Yeah. That, you know, once you have done that and you've achieved that, that, you know, you're like, no, this is how it's done. <laughs> this, this, is, yes. this is, this is, this is, this is when I do it. This is how I do it because it's easy and it's comfortable and it's not scary. Um, so, you know, I, I get why people are resistant to changing those things, but you know, so you just sometimes you got to break your own shit to build it back up. And that's okay. You do you have to you have to kind of make yourself a little experiment, right? And be like, do I feel better if I do this on a Monday? What if I what if I started my day by journaling? What if I what if I didn't grab my phone first thing in the morning? I'm gonna harp on this until we all stop doing it myself included. There are definitely days where I'm like, ooh, TikTok first thing in the morning. But you know what? If I do that by 8am, I'm like, my brain feels broken. Why do I feel so weird today? Yeah, yeah, then that's why. Um, yeah. I didn't mean to get on a whole side tangent about my own shit, but I, I am really curious <laughs> about you kind of, you sprinkled in, I want to hear about NG. Yes. So NG, I, it, it's so funny um, to be 
where I am today because I had no idea. If you had talked to me even three years ago, I would never have said like, yeah, I'm going to be launching a startup in 2023. But here I am. Um, so what NG is, is it's really uh, a COVID project gone wild. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, again, childless, uh, kid, no kids, no pets. Uh, what does Taylor do to fill her time? She comes up with other business ideas. And not all of them are ones that I end up pursuing. But this was the one that I was like, oh, fuck, this one has teeth, man. I got to do this. And so for those of you who are, you know, hearing my voice for the first time, I've been a marketing consultant working in the wedding industry since 2015, and I've worked with hundreds of wedding businesses around the world at this point, you know, helping people create marketing strategies, try to get into this habit of actually executing it, um, <laughs> right? Because that, that's the hard part. Yeah. I give them, I, I'm not going to lie, guys. I have delivered so many beautiful 20-page PDFs with like this fucking gorgeous custom marketing strategy to folks. And I, I'm not going to lie. It's died on a lot of computers, right? Like it just lives there forever and, you know, does nothing actually happens with it. And that to me is devastating that yeah. someone would make that investment in me because they understand the value and then have it basically the ball just get dropped. Yeah. So, you know, what I wanted to to do was create something that helped make marketing manageable for small business owners because as a small business owner myself, I wear all I have that same stack of hats sitting on top of my head. I can on occasion procrastinate on something because I'm just like, I just it doesn't feel good right now. Yeah. Or or I can be the bottleneck who decides that no one's going to do it as good as I am. So I'm just uh, going to keep it for listen, myself. <laughs> one million people listening to just raise their hands or they go, oh, yep. that was me. Oh, that was me. I feel it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what NG is meant to do is to kind of let us release all of those really bad versions and unproductive versions of ourselves that live inside of us and, and own marketing as a business owner. I love that. So it's the core of it is a marketing strategy tool where I promise you guys, all I'm asking you to do is answer some very simple questions that like you make selections on and NG's going to take your answers and customize a marketing strategy for you. And you're going to get that in minutes. What? So yeah. So like literally no one is going to have an excuse to not have a marketing strategy after we launch because I have been sitting in my home office creating the proverbial universe for this for so long to make sure that it is really thinking about the answers that you would give it, how I would think about it as a, a human consultant. So that's kind of the, the core magic piece that we have. And, and then that marketing strategy is going to spit out marketing tasks and put them on a calendar for you already. You can obviously add your own, move things around. Then there's a place for you to build marketing campaigns, i.e., hey, booking season. Um, but actually, I pre-built that for you, too. <laughs> so I'm literally doing all of the work for you guys. Um, and then there's a whole KPI section for you to track your metrics and see what things are correlated and trending together. And then for all of the those of us who love our brands uh, with our, our whole beings, there's a whole brand asset library where you can put everything, create brand guides and media kits and send them off to your creative partner. So it's really meant to kind of like 
wrap its arms around what you need from a marketing perspective as a small business owner, the way that I've been doing that for, for clients for the last eight years. I love that. That sounds amazing. I can't wait to check it out. Does it work like, um, does it work like, per, like for projects too, like a wedding planner launching a new service, like a, another aspect of service could you do, or is it meant for the whole brand in its entirety? So you, if you're launching a new product or service, then from where I sit, you would create a marketing campaign for that push and initiative right. so that you know, like, these are the tasks that I'm going to do for this launch. Here's my goals, objectives. Here's the customer persona that I'm talking to. And here are my actual targets that I want within this one particular launch. Um, you can also, there's a very simple budget tracker in there as well. Ooh. So so you can do that. I mean, I'm not going to lie. As I was sitting down to create this, you know, as I refer to it, like create the universe. Um, <laughs> the, you know, the wedding industry, this is one of the reasons why the wedding industry is so fucking cool is because, you know, any one business in this industry can have services that are meant for couples. They can also have services that are meant for other wedding pros. Yeah. And then same thing with products. Yes. And so it was this way more complicated version of a universe that I had to sit down and, and think about, you know, like what what would be useful for someone who's talking to both couples and wedding pros, some for services, some for products, or maybe a little bit of all of the things. So it was an incredibly challenging thing to get out of my head that involved a lot of time staring at my wall <laughs> in silence. Um, it's It really did stretch me because it was such deep thinking that I would have to, I could only work in like short little, like 15 minute sprints yes. because it was just literally breaking my brain. Yes. Um, so it was, it was just very atypical of how I, I usually go about getting from point A to point B, but, um, I've, I did it because I really, I'm after having worked in this industry for so long and, having so many friends who own businesses that I do I was like you guys fucking deserve this right like oh, it shouldn't so nice. it it shouldn't be relegated to people who can afford to have a marketing consultant yeah um you know because for whatever reason having a marketing consultant isn't for everyone um but I will say as big asterisks as a marketing consultant I built this in a way that it makes total sense for you to add your consultant to it and work with them Beautiful. in it Beautiful. Uh, because um, there are a lot of really great marketing consultants that I I didn't want to, like my intention was never to cut them out of this. It's like, hey, let's create a space where business owners and consultants can come together, create a strategy, and then actually implement it together with oversight, right, and habit building. Uh, because you can have a great strategy and if a tree falls in the woods and no one's there to hear it, does it make a sound? It's the same thing yeah. with the marketing strategy. If, yeah. you've, if you've got one and you don't actually implement it, then does it actually exist? It doesn't actually, <laughs> sadly. It just exists in your brain. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, so how did you get the name? What does the name mean? So the name, um, I hired my copywriting partner, Jillian, to do a naming session. And she had me fill out this form and she came up with all these different like options for us and like any good business name the first criteria was is the domain available <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> um, so 
this so ng.co was available but really where it came from the, the inspiration is um a playoff of we're trying to build your marketing engine oh and so ng was just it, it was something that jillian came up with and and we all loved it i so love it it's like a cute little engine yeah. yeah it's like the happiest cute little marketing <laughs> engine I'm excited to see this. I want to get my hands on it. I can't wait. When does it launch? Do you have a date yet? We do. It is May 8th. Hey. It it, uh, it was pushed back by one week because one of my partners uh, threw a good idea grenade at me. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good and idea I, grenade. And I had to push things back by a week to get that one folded in. Uh, but everyone is is uh, in agreement that there are no more good idea grenades to be thrown. <laughs> <laughs> at the moment we're hitting pause on that Love it. and then we can resume that after we get things out but yeah i'm i'm super excited to to push this birdie out the nest. Oh, I love it. We're going to be talking more about NG on the show. So keep your ears open for more information as NG launches because we are supporters. We're excited. And, you know, even if you've been in business a million years like I have, I think um, marketing is something that you really can't do once at the beginning of your career and never think about it again because like everything else, our clients are changing. Their needs and wants and circumstances are changing and we have to rise up to meet them, you know, even with our marketing. Yep. I know. I mean, I'm I'm eight years into my business and I think about marketing and I do some form of marketing every single day. Yeah. So Same. I want to ask you, Taylor, before I let you go, um, because habits are my new obsession. What is one uh, daily habit that you have as an entrepreneur that really has been very impactful for you? Or maybe not daily, but what's a huge habit for you that you couldn't do without? Ooh, that I couldn't do without that that added a an, that literally changed my the answer to my to I love your it. Question. I you a change up. Yes. Uh, so the thing that I can't live without is the like 30 minutes a day that I keep for myself to get in some sort of workout. Because yes. if if I that is how I refuel. I mean, I'm an extrovert. If that wasn't painfully obvious <laughs> to everyone, um, I am an extrovert, and I don't, I don't want quiet time. That's not um, what is what boredom is the devil's playground or whatever yes. the, the phrase is. What again? I'm launching a, a whole new business because of COVID and being bored. So um, clearly, I can't be left uh, with nothing to do. But. Uh, me getting on the Peloton or going outside for a jog or skiing, if, if it's the winter and I'm near some snow, um, that is where I get the energy to do everything that I need to do. And it's also where I can clear my mind in order to think about things in the best way possible. Yes. Yes. I love it. I love hearing about entrepreneurs' habits just because we, we so undervalue our habits, right? We just think like, oh, if I have time or if I get to it or, yeah, I'm just going to try to do that. Like, you know, I'll try to do it. That's my favorite. I'll try. It's like, okay, but just take out the journal. Just write for five minutes. Just get on the Peloton for 10 minutes. Just see, like, even if you just did a little bit, that little bit could change everything. Totally. 100%. I mean, I, I don't accept it from people when they say I don't have the time to do something that... I mean, I'm going to use the word selfish, though it's not selfish to take care of yourself. No, it's not. Um, you know, I, I don't accept it. I'm like, you, it's 30 minutes. You can fucking block out 30 minutes to do something for yourself every day. And I, I literally just like my brain, like I said, doesn't accept the fact yeah. that someone would say that they don't have that time because we all do. 
we have as many hours the day as Beyonce, so <laughs> we we just have less staff. <laughs> we just have less staff. <laughs> uh, oh, I love yes. it. More asterisks. <laughs> exactly. Taylor, where can people find you on the internet? Yes. So um, I'm going to direct all of you to where you're going to find me and NG. Nice. So the website is ng.co, uh, E-N-J-I.co. And our Instagram account is E-N-J-I underscore co. Yay. Where you will find all the marketing talk all of the time. I love it. I cannot wait for NG to launch. And thank you so much for building something for us. It's so special when we get stuff built just for the little wedding industry. Love it. I mean, you know, I love this. I love this space. I love the people in it. I mean, I've learned so much from the people that have become my friends over the last, you know, more than few years. And this was just one, this was the thing that felt that gave me zero pause. Yeah. I was like, yeah, we're doing this. <laughs> yes, that's we're how I felt this. about my membership. I went from like, this is a good idea to like, we're going to launch this in like a week. I mean, I didn't launch it <laughs> in a week, but the idea went from like, this might be a good idea to like, oh, I'm definitely doing this in like five days. <laughs> Everyone was like, yes. I normally take much more time. So I get that gut pull when you're like, no, this is the right thing. Um, and I can't wait to share it with everyone else. Thank you so much for being here, Taylor. Thank you so much for having me. And as always, having such a fun conversation. I'm glad. I'm glad. For everyone listening, thank you so much for being here with Taylor and I today. I hope you go check out NG. And, you know, I'm just very grateful, as always, that you spend your time with us because I know the time is the one thing you cannot make any more of. So thanks so much for spending it with us. We will see you next week. Same time, same place. Bye for now, friends. Thanks for listening to Talk with Renee Dallow. Dive into the show notes at reneedallow.com forward slash podcast and connect with Renee at Talk with Renee Dallow on Instagram. 